nerds, you're listening to an episode on the Nerdcore podcast feed. If you're feeling generous, please consider pledging to a tier on our Patreon at patreon.com slash thenerdcore. We have tiers as low as $1 per month. Thanks so much, and enjoy the episode! Welcome back to the Nerdcore Podcast, the podcast reviews of movies and talks that nerd shit. This is episode 419, and you know what's next. Hey, <laughs> yep. We're really going to show off the green in the Nerdcore logo, huh? As always, it is the Nerd Chicano here to host the show lines of our wonderful co host, Young Yoda. Sup, sup, everybody. Stay gold, bro. Stay gold. Stay golden, bro. Yeah. Stay golden and blaze it, you know. <laughs> blaze up. 420. <clears throat> virtually that's that's on thursday bro is isn't it weird um uh, we'll, we'll be what's it called uh 420 will be on a on a based on will be on a movie that the father of the son was very against uh the drug traffic the drug game uh-huh yeah yeah but um what's going on man how you doing happy uh, monday to everybody tuesday if you're listening to it and the public uh, happy day to everybody else, to everybody. Hope everyone's doing well. Today, we are going to be continuing our month through the films of Francis Ford Coppola as we play catch-up this week. And we did a little bit of a switcheroo because no way in hell I would have been able to watch The Godfather Part Two by tonight. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. So we decided to go with The Outsiders first. Which I gotta ask, Raul, did you get the ninety-three minute one or the hundred twenty-two minute one? Uh, the one that was an hour and thirty-one minutes. Why? Because they had two lengths. So I was just wondering which one you got. I got the longer one. I got the one that was on Tubi TV. Oh, wow! The one that uh, Tubi TV. Yeah, what's it called? I, uh, I didn't. I didn't know it was free. Yeah, Tubi TV. It's great service, y'all. Uh, very minimal ads, and they're not in like the most crucial moments of the movie. So like. It's not that bad of a of a service. It really isn't. I've used it before. I just didn't yeah. know this was on it. Yeah, it was on Tubi. Okay. So um yeah, I watched that one. Um I didn't know that there was an hour and twenty one version, uh what's it called, minute cut of that uh of that one. But um Brad, how are we doing? You were a little bit late, but that's because you went to go pick up a smoker. What the hell are you doing picking up a smoker? I I mean I'm I'm going to smoke meats and stuff. Yeah. Like, my, like, like, like Brenda has been trying to get me to buy a pellet smoker for literally like three years now. Yeah. And I have been like, I don't want to do it. I'm like, I don't want to do it. And then today I'm like, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. Like, like <clears throat> if I can like cook my meals and eat out less and, you know, make fire while doing it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, as, I mean, I'm eating, as I'm eating Chipotle here, of course. <laughs> we got a uh, air fryer a while ago. Pretty cool, pretty cool thing. Those are pretty good. I like the air fryer. Yeah. Um, busy. No, not not that quite a busy day for me today. I watched The Outsiders before uh, we did this, um, and you know what? Wow. Uh, I'm glad that I just thought about this because I have class tomorrow, and I don't think I've turned in my homework for today. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna you, get to do to work on that. You can probably do that. Yep. As soon as we finish the episode today, but um, 
I'm glad that I just reminded myself about that because that would have not. This is the last homework we're doing. I don't think I should be doing turning into this one late. Uh, but um, yeah, just watch the film. Just relax around here. Um, just yesterday was the Oscars, and you know the discourse was discourse around the Oscars happened, and uh, you know that was that was that, and um, you know that 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 whole foo bar. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I've already talked <laughs> we talked about it, like weird coverage that was happening while we were doing the show because I had it playing on one screen and on the other. Yeah. But um, you know, it was just uh yeah, that's that. Um usually we have a show where Wesley comes on instead of Brad and we talk about nominations and we talk about the Oscars and stuff. That really happened this year. Um, because fuck, this year has been weird. This year's been very weird. Yeah. Like, we cannot get into a routine. Yeah. Like, at all. We're stacking up a bunch of mini pods that we need to get through, like movies. And um, it's just, it's been a really odd year, y'all. It really has been. And I am very, 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 very hoping that soon we just seem to catch a break and we can just seem to get on some sort of, what's it called? Uh, Tuning back, tuning up the band again. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, Brad's going to be out this weekend again. So, you know, that's just, (laughs) it just, Brad, it just, it, it happens, man. It happens. You know, when my dad asks for help, I got to go help him. Yeah. Yeah. I can't say don't go help your dad. (laughs) Yeah. That doesn't act. That doesn't Especially especially when it involves some heavy equipment and moving of stuff like, yeah, you don't want that on your mind. You don't want that on no, your conscience, bro. No, and and like he does some iffy shit. Like even when I'm there, so yeah. imagine when I'm not there. <laughs> yeah, man, that's when you just gotta let the old man know. Like, hey, the hell are you doing this for? Like, 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 there are instances through my life where I'm like, how the hell did we not kill ourselves? Yeah, like seriously. Yep. I was in the same boat when my dad decided to drive all the way to to Arizona from where we live and uh, didn't want to stop to sleep or anything. And I was like, the hell is wrong with you? That one's no. Like like that 19-hour drive I had to uh, Houston Land in Missouri. Um, <laughs> Houston Land in Missouri. Houston Land in Missouri. Um, I, had, like, I could not have done a 19-hour straight. No, like man. I could have, but I would have been dead. Like I would have been just – I would have – Got out of the car and just flopped over. Like, even just a six-hour stop just yeah. to sleep was helpful. So, anybody doing cross-country, don't try to do it in one shot. Yeah. Like, like you, you ain't getting cross-country if you die. I'm just saying. Not at all. Not at all. So, um, with that said, though, what's it called? It's, uh, it's going to be a catch-up week. So, today we do um, – See, we're doing the Outsiders. Uh, tomorrow will be our patrons' uh, commentary of Old Boy. Of course, you don't have to pay to watch the movie. You know, you can still watch it with us. But on Wednesday, we have uh, I have to record Cinema Condition, season, uh, episode uh, forty-two. Uh, we're finishing what they called. Uh, we're gonna we're finishing up uh, the Three Colors trilogy, and then after the Three Colors trilogy, Brad's gonna be on, and uh, that should be fun. Um, I do want, bro. The thing is, Luis is young. Yeah. Like, like 13 hours, my knee is killing me. Like, just sitting in the car. 
just like it's it's dead. <clears throat> yeah, difference is, Luis, you are about twenty years, no, ten years older, ten years younger than Brad. Actually, eleven, tw- twelve years younger than Brad. Yeah. So yeah. my my bones hurt every day. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Uh, yeah, we're gonna do that, and then of course Friday there will be no show because we're doing a fundraising. We're fundraising. I'm doing an event on my channel. We're gonna be fundraising for the last round of production for before I leave. I'm working on all the goals right now. There are some really cool stuff, man. Some really cool stuff. It's gonna be a People's Choice movie commentary is one of the goals. Another one is a disturbing movie retrospective stream where I let you choose three disturbing movies, and I have to watch them and do a retrospective stream. So there's going to be a lot of cool stuff that we're going to be able to do, y'all. So, Hostel is unbelievable because we're supposed to watch that. Yeah, but we we didn't get to the to the to the goal, man. I mean, what do we get to though? Um, like we we hit it, but we didn't hit it during the time frame that um. I mean, I'm down to do it if you want to do it, even if yeah. we didn't hit it. Yeah, <laughs> that's up to you. I found a good yeah, we can do it. I have a good amount of snow snow white here. I'm losing hair too. <laughs> uh, I have Hello, a lot. David. David B. What's good with David B? I have a lot of hair. Uh, so what are we talking about? We're talking about The Outsiders, the movie that literally every middle school teacher, middle school gym teacher thought that a bunch of Mexicans from the hood would uh, relate to. But like, this is uh, this is what's it called? Like, like there's literally only like <laughs> like one Mexican person in this at the yeah. very beginning, getting beat up by a bunch of white dudes. Yep. Like, like that's it. Like, how is that relatable? <laughs> I don't know why I saw this movie as much as I did from elementary to middle school, man. Why, why did but, they um, show this? I don't know. Why would you show this to middle yeah. schoolers? Look, I always understood Stand and Deliver. You know, it's we're a bunch of Mexicans. Of course, they're going to show us an Edward James Olmos movie. Come on, but like, you know, f- f- the Outsiders, Freedom Riders, you know, all that. Come on, man. <laughs> Oh, geez. I had to read that book when I was in junior high. I think I read the book, too. <laughs> so um, let's go ahead and get this going, though, Brad. Um, for those of you who have never watched The Outsiders, it did come out in 1983. So we're going to go ahead and have to give a spoiler warning. If you don't care, you can keep listening. If you do care, stop listening. Either way, this is your spoiler warning. And it is, in effect, in a five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> I see you got it back. Yeah, we did. Nah, man, we watched Blood in Blood Out growing up. I heard about that yeah. one too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I watched Blood in Blood Out too, bro. What are all these movies? Like, I must have went to the wrong schools. Like, I haven't seen any of these movies. Yeah, Blood in Blood Out, bro. About the locals for life, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. About the locals for life, home. Yeah. Uh, American Me. Wait, wait, did they show this in middle school and high school? Fuck yeah, they did, bro. <laughs> Fuck yeah, they did, bro. Yeah, it, come on, man. You know, <laughs> they show this one all the time. They showed American Me. They showed Stand and Deliver. Um, what's it called? Um, what's it? Uh, Bloody Blood Out. You know, they 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 showed some questionable stuff, bro. But oh, La Bamba, La Bamba, all the time, Richie. <laughs> oh man, bro, Luis, I'm not gonna lie. I have memories of watching Blood in Blood Out in middle school, bro. All right, so uh, Brad, uh, let's introduce them to the Outsiders. 
Yeah. And can I just go ahead and just say this cast is like stacked before yeah. anyone was famous? It's like this movie made everyone famous. Yeah. Um, the Outsider, the, coming from our one and only source, Wikipedia, which is never wrong. Uh, the Outsiders is a 1983 American coming-of-age drama film directed mm-hmm. by Francis Ford Coppola, who, by the way, is not dead role. Just allowing you to know that. Thanks for reminding me, bro. Yeah. The film is an adaptation of the 1967 novel of the same name by S.E. Hinton. And it was released on March 25th, 1983 in the United States. Joellen Misakian, a librarian at Lone Star Elementary School in Fresno, California, and her students were responsible for inspiring Coppola to make the film. The film is noted for its cast of up-and-coming stars, including C. Thomas Howe, who garnered a Young Artist Award, Rob Lowe, Emilio Estevez, Matt Dillon, Tom Cruise, Patrick Swayze, Ralph Macchio, and Diane Lane. The film helped spark the Brat Pack genre in the 1980s. Both Lane and Dillon went on to appear in Coppola's related film, Rumblefish. Dillon and Estevez also starred in Tex. Estevez (laughs) went on to write and star in That Was Then, This Is Now, the only Hinton film adaptation not to star Dillon. The film received mostly positive reviews from critics, most notably for the performances with Macho being singled out for praise. The film performed well at the box office, grossing $33.7 million on a $10 million budget. Do it for fucking Johnny, man. Do it for Johnny. Johnny. <laughs> Johnny. Oh, man, dude. Um, Brad, why did you choose this one? Uh, just want to know. I've never it seen watch- it. I-, I never fucking seen it. Well, okay, like, I, I get it. I get it. Why? Yeah. I think I know why. Um, because it's 83, right? You know, you're in middle school, like around like late, early 2000, like late 90s, early 2000s, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. You're, they, yeah, no, I, I don't think they like really started to show it until like, no, plus, no, I, I, Brad, I give or take, doing. give or take, how many, how many Mexicans, how many Latinos did you go to school with, bro? Not many. Not For some reason, they showed this to Latinos a lot. Like, but why? It's you, all white people. I know. I don't know why. I mean, what's it going? It's all white people just punching each other. Now just I don't know about any. Other. I don't know about other communities. Other communities. Let me know if you got shown uh, the outsiders a lot, like field trips. You know, going out or what's it called? Or just like you know, they don't want to do anything today. They want to bring in a movie. You know, for some reason they put in the they put on the outsiders, bro. Why? I don't know. I don't like, know. Like they literally like it's all yeah. it's two groups of white people the, who we would consider the preps, and then then you know I, I, I yeah lower class white yeah, yeah yeah get punching each other like yeah. I I get there's there's some some talk here about you know those with wealth those with not and how those groups function and all that but again it's just two groups of white people punching each other. So I have no idea why they were showing this to anyone. <laughs> yeah. Ah, you knew were they, that were this they, was. Were, were they like, um, yeah, like um, greasers, totally. Like, bro, my Caucasian English teacher put this on. <laughs> bro, I, I mean, were they just like sitting there to try to entertain you with like punching and violence in middle I, school? I, I don't know, man. I, I think it was like I guess these kids from the hood are gonna, you know, somehow relate to a bunch of kids who didn't have homes or parents and like. But they're all huh? white. They're all fucking white. <laughs> yeah, they're fucking white, bro. Um, dude. Um, 
you know that this movie's old school. When in the beginning, a kid asks another kid if they play fifty-two card pickup, and then goes on to chase after the kids, yeah. saying he'll kill them. Yeah. Like that's a little much. But yeah. I guess in the sixties that was totally okay, like totally fine. Yeah, Gro- grown grown ass man who's who, who's supposed to be sixteen. Like, the dude's been held back a bit. Like, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Raul. Dude's been held back a bit. He's kind of taller and bigger yeah. than all the other kids. I, I will say, though, this this is a good coming-of-age movie from, from Coppola. It's, you know, it's not his best. This isn't better than, than the than, – this is the only reason why I didn't give it four stars. Because I was like – I look at the conversation, which I gave four stars, and I look at this, and I'm like, the conversation is – Ten times better than this movie ever. Conversation holds my attention better, and it holds the pace way better than this movie. But this still has like that really like you know kind of like tender you know coming of age feeling that that Coppola does a really good job within this movie. I like this movie. It's not it's not a bad movie, but it's like you know it's not the strongest thing that Coppola has made. You know, I want to know who the fucking casting director on this was because they should be getting all the money. Like, like, literally, like, let's let, let's go let's go down this list again. C. Thomas <laughs> Howell, Matt Dillon, Ralph Macchio, Patrick Swayze, Rob Lowe, Diane Lane, Emilio Estevez. Yes, that Emilio Estevez. Mighty Ducks, Emilio Estevez. Tom Cruise, Leif Garrett. Yeah, all fucking huge stars in the eighties. Yeah, huge. And, and Tom Cruise is in this, like, being Tom Cruise, of course. Like, that's I. I think that's normal Tom Cruise. He's just playing normal Tom Cruise to me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Tom Cruise improved a lot with his acting from here. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, I, will, I will say that. Um, yeah. Patrick Patrick Swayze on point though. Like oh, yeah. like Patrick Swayze always was. Yeah. And I, I don't know how old he was. Supposed, he was supposed to be the older brother, but I think he was supposed to be like in his early twenties. And it's like Patrick Swayze kind of looking like old. Yeah. I, I, I just, I got to say, like, you know, what's it called? Um, the, just, you know, the, the whole coming-of-age feel of the movie is good, you know. You got some pretty decent actors in here who are starting, and then they end up becoming, like, big as shit, like, really big. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of, like, stuff in here that's, like, kind of watching it now as an adult. I'm like, man, this is kind of corny as shit, bro. Like, you know, kid, what's it called? Kid getting brought, like... Uh, Gone with the Wind at the ho- What kid was going to read Gone with the Wind at that time? Uh, I mean, they didn't have much entertainment back in the days. So I imagine a kid being in a burn ward, just face down. Got a lot of time roll. Got a lot yeah, of time. Gone like, with the Wind is a big book. But, but Gone with the Wind? I mean, I don't know. It's 60s. Maybe that was the big thing. Um, but you saw the magazines though at the end that he was looking at, they were all Western magazines. Yeah. Uh, doing a gymnastics move on the fence. I mean, uh, they were probably like, yo, do something cool. And he did yeah. a flip. Yeah. But I mean, I, I guess he flipped if, on the car and then flipped off the car. There were a lot of flips. I, I guess if I have to talk about my favorite movie discussing white on white crime, this is one of them, I guess, because, uh, you know, <laughs> this was a quite the quite the movie about that. But I'm like, you know, I, 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 I like I, the whole idea of like not belonging because of your what's it called? Uh, your your social economic status and just yeah. how you get looked down by literally the same people as you because of 
the fact that you come from a broken family and you don't have money and you know when it's like everybody's kind of struggling like and you know i love how the one guy he's like towards the end i'm like he was like <laughs> like not towards like the beginning of the movie he's like i just want to live where there's no greasers no shocks no nothing right and i'm like oh so you're talking about you know economic equality you're talking about a fair way playing game my friend, let me go ahead and introduce you to a nice book called The Communist Manifesto. <laughs> oh, man, you are going to love what this guy has to say. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, Brad, what did you – do you have anything that you, like, specifically thought about this movie? I mean, like, this one is, like – to me, it doesn't really stand out that much. Like, it's good, but, like, I'm not here, like, saying, like, I found this exceptional or anything. There's some odd – Definitely better than the Rainmaker. Yeah. Let's get that out of yeah. the way. Like, There's some odd choices with the editing here, though. There's like some odd editing choices that I'm kind of like. like oh. I like I like the cinematography though. I thought thought that mm-hmm. was well done. Some places like the like the scene with the sunset or the sunrise, yeah. and just the the two. I I don't know how you call it the silhouettes, like silhouette mm-hmm. shadows, whatever you want to call it, of them just standing there. I thought that was exceptional. Um, Coppola. Pulling out Coppola tricks that we've seen before in this. Um, I, I, for the good things, cinematography, um, amazing cast. Um, Rob Lowe was definitely good in this. Uh, Matt Dillon, good. Mm-hmm. Um, so Matt cinematography, Dillon. cast. Um, music, I didn't really – music was good here and there, but it didn't really stand out, you know, for me. Um <laughs> And yeah, I, I mean, I, I, the story is kind of—it's not very deep. It, it, yeah. I get the social economic status, like the talk about that, but at the end of the day, the plot is literally white people beating up white people. Yep, and uh, they get Emilio Estevez to play a white guy. So, like, Emilio Estevez <laughs> lost weight after this. I'll say that he was kind of a—he was kind of chunky. Um, yeah. which I have no room to talk, but yeah. Um, but I did have questions throughout this movie. Uh, like after he stabbed the kid and the kid's dying or mm-hmm. dead, how long were they just sitting there with the dead body, him holding the knife and going, uh, what do we do? What, what do we do, pony boy? Uh. Brad, I don't know if you checked out the casting part of, of the Wikipedia page. Apparently this says, additionally, Nicholas Cage, Flea, and Melanie Griffith have uncredited cameos as background socks shocks no shit no oh, no shit heather lagging camp prior to her breakout role as nancy thompson in a nightmare on elm street was cast to play uh, evie evie steve's girlfriend but her scenes were cut from the final film television writer and showrunner trey calloway also has an uncredited speaking role for shock and concession stand <laughs> he did um, was it called Trey Calloway? Did uh, what's it called um, uh, television crime, Fox Television Crime Procedural uh, APB, and uh, he was showrunner of The Messengers on CW. Now, now, Luis, um, <laughs> um, for for this comment, we don't know if they did, but it wasn't looking good. Like, it look all the, the white guys were beating him up, and the police were coming. Yeah, and we don't have. I'm just saying, like, yeah, and it just cuts away. This is wild, dude. Like, 
This like there are so like the Nick Cage thing is blowing my mind right now. Like, like where was Nick Cage in this? Yeah. This this movie stacked. Whoever whoever was the casting director. Stop. Whoa. Stop. No. At least you're that's no, you're you're thinking about the wrong movie. Oh my god, dude. They they really did something in here, man. But um, you know, I, I don't think it's terrible. I don't think it's like anything that is like fantastic. I'm like, it's a pretty good movie from Coppola. It's like, you know, I, I, I appreciate it being like an hour and thirty-one minutes long, but also like it's paced like pretty slowly. And uh it's just something that I, I guess it's just something that, that that Coppola just doesn't get right after um, you know. After after the Godfather films, even though yes, those kind of are paced really slowly, but at least for me, the action, the let's go, the film follows well because I'm kind of I'm I'm really held into the story a lot. But like after that, like it's really hard for Coppola Coppola to stay stick to like the pacing of his movies, man. Yeah. Like I, I will I, say I, this though, I will say this though, he does stick to his visual style, and like a lot of his movies kind of do look the same. I'm not gonna which, lie, which I don't hate. No, I don't hate it. I, I don't hate that because. Coppola has the style, and I, I like his style personally. Yeah. Um. I I, I say I I love I like kind of the beginning where okay, dude murdered another white dude. Um. They get they catch a train. They ride out. They're they're in a hideout, and then they just come back. Mm-hmm. So the story's kind of like yeah. I, I, even even one of the characters goes, "What the fuck did I get you a hideout?" <laughs> You're just gonna go back, and then all of a sudden, and here's my question. Okay, so they're staying at the abandoned church, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so follow me. They're staying at the abandoned church. It's abandoned. There's no one there. Yeah. Why the fucking big fat white guy bring all the school children to the fucking abandoned we church? The same thing. Um, and they catch on fire. Like literally, why is anybody bringing little children to this abandoned church? Yeah. I want to go ahead and tell my community, uh, my Latino community, I'm sorry. I thought Ralph Macchio was Mexican for some reason, but that's one tan Italian. That's one really tan Italian. Who uh, the fuck is that? <laughs> Luis and I had the same exact question. What the fuck are these kids doing with this old-ass white guy at an abandoned church? And, and here's the thing. Old-ass white guy ain't running into there. No. He ain't running the fucking church. He's like, oh, they they got it. I'm I'm good. Shit. I guess those kids are gonna die. <laughs> those kids can handle it. Yeah, I'm just gonna stand outside. Like, th- th- this is where I have an issue with the story. Is that just a way for them to bring the story back? <clears throat> because they were already bringing the story back. Like, like the character who stabbed the other character was like, yo, I'll just go back. Why couldn't yeah. we do that and have like a court case? I although, no although from, from from the court movie, maybe that was a better better option. <laughs> I don't know, dude. But honestly, like that just tripped me out. I was just like, "The hell are these kids doing with this old ass white dude?" Like, well, and there was another. There was a woman there, so it was like yeah. a principal or teacher thing. I don't know. But again, like, think- uh, like, like, did you see the abandoned church? Yeah, like, it was it's all blocked up. off. It's How did those off. kids get How in there? <laughs> Like, what are they just, just took a nap and like, what are the fucking kids? And the kids crawled up, like, and there were like twenty kids in there. It wasn't like three that I figured yeah. they were gonna save. Like, okay, like three kids. They they decided to well, run they into the abandoned church. Goddamn cast from Cheaper by the Dozen in yeah, there, bro. Like, and they're just throwing kids out of there. Matt Dillon's like, holy shit, what the fuck? <laughs> I wonder, like, 
no wonder Johnny got killed. Like, more, yeah, poor Johnny. Like, like, <laughs> what the, like he could have got out of there quick enough because there were like 20 kids in there. Yeah. All right, Brad. Um, what do you give? I don't what's fucking. What's your score? <laughs> I don't Every fucking know. Three of three and a half out of five, what is it? which is translates. That? Translates to like a six and a half out of ten. Okay, I'll go with six and a half out of ten. I'll go with that. That sounds good to me. It's better than the Rainmaker by far. It's not a. It's definitely not as good as the um, conversation. And I already um, know they're gonna beat the Godfather Part Two. <laughs> yeah, there's a way you fucking beat the Godfather Part Two. I'm but, just saying. Uh, I man, I just I I can't like. Bro, they really did the most of this movie, bro. Like, it's questionable. Some of the like some of the plot devices are questionable. Like, why are there twenty kids in this abandoned church that they were just in? Yeah, and why is it on fire? Like, yeah. like, yeah. like, did he leave his cigarette lit somewhere and it finally burn up the place? Yep. But by the way, before we go ahead and uh, finish up here, I want to go ahead and give a new shout, a big shout out to our new patron, Patrick Grady. Patrick, you can find Patrick at Pat G Picks on Instagram and on Twitter and on his print store at patgpicks.com. He does a lot of cool stuff, man. He's thank you so much, uh, Pat. He's a he's a close friend of mine. Um, I think we did give our shout out to Cammy when before, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Um, thank you, thank you to all of them. Yeah, so Patrick, you know, thank you so much, bro. As always, it's it's nice to have you around here. And uh, thank you for wanting to support us here. Um, you are you're awesome, bro. And uh Go ahead and listen to um, this week's. Go ahead and listen to the latest episode of the Cinema Condition with Patrick. We were talking about uh, Three Colors Blue, and um, next week—I mean, not this week. This Wednesday, our second episode on White is going to be premiered, and then next week, uh, Red will premiere as we uh, as we finish up the trilogy. So um, it's quite—I will say—it's been interesting to cover a trilogy with. Um, with a guest, it's really interesting to have them come back to back to back, come back to back to back. So, it's um, it's quite cool. Yeah. Uh, I might just, you know, urge people if they want to, you know, grab trilogies to grab trilogies because that would be really cool. Um, except for the fucking Lord of the Rings, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're talking a lot of movie there. That's a lot but, of movie. Um, I mean, maybe one day. We did do day. the prequels for Star Wars. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. But um, with that long, said, long time ago, galaxy oh, far away, far far away. Yeah. Uh-huh. With that said, um, that concludes our review of the Outsiders, and we will be wa- we will be discussing on Thursday night. We will be discussing Godfather Part Two. I've got to watch Godfather Part One before I watch that because like I always like to do that, you know. But it'd be cool because we already discussed Godfather Part One. We already yep. did the Godfather. Which long got time a ten ago. out of ten, if I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got a ten out of ten. And uh, Godfather Two is known as one of the sequels that is way better than the that is better than the the first one. So and Godfather like, Three we don't talk about. <laughs> Godfather Three <laughs> we don't talk about. Yeah. <laughs> um, with that said, though, let's go. I want to thank our wonderful patrons. The patrons are the ones who make this show happen, and I want to thank them all so much. We love you guys so much. Thank you for being you know patient during this time, and uh, we will be back. We'll be here tomorrow for our. Um, we'll be back tomorrow for our patrons commentary of. Park Chan Wooks, old boy. I'm excited. Yes, sir. I'm excited. Oh man, I'm so fucking pumped, bro. I'm telling you, y- y'all, y'all want to go ahead and pledge to it for a dollar right now, cause y'all, this Patreon commentary, like, I'm just, I'm thinking about just this movie 
and how I feel like I'm going to get facial reactions of Brad that I'm really going to be like, yes, like I'm really excited for him to watch this movie. So uh, with that said, uh, you know, we, which, we, which is totally different facial reactions you'll get with Sallow when we review yeah, it. We're going to thank our writers, our uh, producers and our writers. Uh, we're going to thank our associate producer, Sarah. Thank you so much for being a wonderful patron and an associate producer all this time. I want to thank our executive producers. Uh, fuck. Uh, Shane, I think. Yeah, let me go. Wow, it's been a while, dude. It's really been a. It's been a whole week, and I don't even remember. We forgot everything. We forgot everything. But uh, Shane, where can you find Shane, Brad? You can follow our friend Shane at twitch.tv slash xsrk or Twitter at xsrk underscore or go buy some stuff at thriftedil.com. Mm-hmm. And then our executive producers. Uh, Brown Rice, Brown Rice 96 on Instagram. All those wonderful platforms everywhere and anywhere at Brown Rice 96. And also want to thank our wonderful Tony. Hey, Tony. Tony, at Real Nerdy Dad on Twitter. Go and follow him. He's awesome. We love him a lot, man. He's a great guy. We're just waiting for him to say when it's time for him to, what's it called, uh, you know, just start to uh, do the movies. Are you easy with us? Which uh, girls are easy with us. Yeah, I think Shane is our only executive. Uh, what's it? Not executive. Um, I'm talking. What's it called? Um, uh, executive producer. Yeah. Uh, our writers are Bryce and uh, Tony. I'm sorry about mixing that up. It's been a whole week, y'all. I am slowly trying to get all, back. All I can thank is just thank yeah. them for their support monetarily. Yeah. yeah. As you can tell, yesterday I did not know how to host the show. So with that said. I want to thank you all so much, and I will see you guys if you're a patron tomorrow for our old boy commentary. But if you're not a patron, you will, what's it called, see us on Thursday for a review of The Godfather Part 2. God damn, I can't wait to see that movie. I love Spike Lee. Shut up, please. I don't want to know how many times we're going to bring up Spike Lee in the, what's it called, the old boy commentary. I've, I ain't never been invited to any other show outside a movie, a commentary. Shake, shake my, shut your ass up, bro. This man's been invited to a live show. Yeah. Um, bro, did you invite him to um, the cinema condition? I feel like I feel like yes, you did that. Yes, um, yes, he's on this, the short list. This, this man is talking out his ass. Yeah, he's, he's on the short list for season three. his ass talking out it. Yeah. Yeah, he's on the short list for season three of Cinema Condition. And um you, Yeah, fuck you, Luis. You god damn it, dude. You've always you're always invited to shows, bro. All right. With that said, uh, it's been a lot of fun, and I will catch you guys um uh, tomorrow for the Patriots commentary. And uh Brand, send him out. Raro, thank you, knows as always. Thank you to all our wonderful Patreons and listeners out there. We appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you to those who joined us in chat today. I think it was mostly Luis. Um, David B. David B. And I believe that was it. So no Stacy today. That's kind of weird. Uh, oh wait, no, he he's right there. Oh shit. Hey, the Outsiders filmed live in my home state of Rockla. All right, Stacy at the end there with the with yeah. the great comment. Well, everyone you. gets invited to the. Oh no. my! Shut up, Eric, Eric, Eric technically doesn't get invited. No. He, you are always invited to the live. You just don't click the link and come on, bro. Shut your ass up. Yeah, you, 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 bro. Talking out his ass, bro. Talking out his ass, bro. All right. <laughs> uh, anyways, thank you to everyone uh, who has supported us up to uh, episode four twenty, which is next. 
Um, so yeah, <laughs> I guess to end this episode, I'm just gonna say, um, wake and bake, motherfucker. Young Yoda out. Stay golden, pony boy. Stay gold. <laughs>